Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet comedian John Hodgman, actor Cameron Douglas, and speechwriter Guy Snodgrass. Go behind the mic with these authors as they talk about the experiences that inspired them to write and record their audiobooks. Plus, find out which noises are the bane of audiobook narration. Enjoy. Hi, my name is John Hodgman, and I am the author of Medallion Status, True Stories from Secret Rooms. I wrote Medallion Status because after I finished my last book, Vacation Land, I realized that I had a lot of stories from around the same time that were from my job. And my job for many years was to be a very famous minor television personality on The Daily Show and various TV comedies and dramas. I was a guest star, a mustache creep, usually brought in to be a villain and then killed off. I enjoyed it very much. And yet, after a while... I realized that I was traveling too much and it was hurting my family. And I let a lot of my television jobs go, and then there were some I simply couldn't hang on to. And all of a sudden, I found myself in the middle of the night realizing I wasn't on television anymore, which is not exactly the most relatable story to tell. Not many people get to go on television in the first place. But we all go through periods in time when we feel our status drop, when we get a little bit older or we lose a job, or our kids don't look at us the same way, and we have to adjust to a new reality. How did I adjust? I did it in the most selfish way possible, by chasing diamond status in Delta Airlines loyalty program. Did I get it? Did I become diamond medallion? Well, you'll have to listen to the book to find out. I enjoy narrating my own audiobooks. I love small rooms with carpeting, first of all. I love the sound of my own voice, and these headphones make it very loud in my head. But if you caught that just now, I don't love the sound of my stomach noises, which are the bane of audiobook narration. My stomach goes insane when I am recording the audiobook, and that is always frustration, to feel your own body sabotaging you. But I would have to say that narrating Medallion Status and all of them, it's a little bittersweet, too, because it's kind of the last experience I have as the author of the book with the text before it gets locked and sent out to the world as a book and an ebook and as an audiobook. So it's the end process, which is always nice when you're writing a book, but it's hard to let it go. And it's also hard to find those typos that you should have found three passes ago. But luckily with the audiobook, you can't hear typos. So enjoy. One of the things about recording an audiobook is you have to pronounce the words. It sounds like it should be pretty easy, but it's in fact kind of challenging. It is very challenging for me to say the word statistically. It is unfortunately not challenging at all for me to write that word. And so I write it all the time and then I have to go statistically, and then I start cursing at myself. Statistically speaking, I should write it less. That doesn't make sense as a sentence, but at least I got the word out. I'm excited that listeners will get to hear the audiobook of Medallion Status. Vacation Land, the book that came before this one, was actually performed before it was written. It was a one-man imitation comedy show that I performed all over the United States and parts of Canada. And Medallion Status has that same me-telling-you-a-story quality to it that is obviously recreated here in the audio booth, where it is really me just telling you the story. 
the print book stands on its own. I stand by it. But here, it's just you and me, and I get to tell you in exactly the way I heard it in my own head. And that's exciting. You know, I've narrated all of my audiobooks. My first three books of so-called complete world knowledge, the areas of my expertise, more information than you require, and that is all, in fact, had me as the narrator, but a cast of not exactly thousands, but at least maybe dozen of guest stars from Dick Cavett to Rachel Maddow to Paul Rudd. With these books, of course, the stories are more personal. It really makes more sense for me to just read them on my own. So it is a different experience, and I think a more intimate one. I don't know who else could narrate this audiobook except me, but if I had to choose someone, probably I'd get Paul Rudd to do it, because everyone loves Paul Rudd, and probably people would buy that. And also, it'd be fun to put Paul Rudd into a little booth and tell him what to do. I think that's everyone's dream. Hi, Paul. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Priest Daddy by Patricia Lockwood. I loved it because she has a very distinct comic voice. Obviously, it comes through on the page. But yet again, this is another one where she's narrating this story about growing up in an extremely eccentric family with an extremely eccentric father. And it, it really comes to life in her voice. She had been nominated along with me for the Thurber Prize for American Humor. Vacationland was a nominee the same year that Priest Daddy was a nominee. And she won, and she deserved it. Good job, Patricia Lockwood. You wrote a good book. In fact, the place I listened to Priest Daddy was my favorite place to listen to an audiobook on the treadmill at the YMCA in Park Slope, Brooklyn, where I live. I like to treadmill slow and listen to a book and just work on my immortality project, toning my body and brain at the same time, and sometimes looking over at this particular YMCA and seeing the mayor of New York City working out in the middle of the day. What are you doing over there, guy? You're not a freelancer. Get to work. You're the mayor. Hi, this is Cameron Douglas, author of Long Way Home. All of this stuff that happened in the book, all of the pain, all of the suffering, that's already happened and in the past. And what I hope to achieve through this book is give some inspiration to people that are struggling, show people that there is light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how dark the days may look. And really, the purpose of this is sort of my way of giving back to everyone for all the mistakes I've made, all the trouble and pain that I've caused, and sharing my story with the hopes that it can help someone. The experience recording this audiobook was long, but it was rewarding. I think that the part of the narration that I'm most excited for listeners to hear is the segment when I'm talking about the breakthrough change when I'm really at my lowest and from that point, I begin to put myself back together piece by piece the right way. That to me was extremely inspiring to write about and to read for the audiobook to the listeners, and I hope that they enjoy it. There are so many talented narrators out there, but the one that I've grown up with 
and that I will watch or listen to anything that they're a part of is David Attenborough. So if David Attenborough is listening and he likes this book, I feel like it's a win. <laughs> Hi, this is Guy Snodgrass, author of Holding the Line Inside Trump's Pentagon with Secretary Mattis. The entire time I was serving alongside Secretary Mattis, it was evident that I was living history. And I felt, just like he has said many times, that it's incredibly important to learn through reading about the experiences of others. And so in this case, I felt I had an obligation to share what I had learned and experienced not only in my military service, but time in the Pentagon with Americans and with the international community. The second reason for writing the book was more personal. As I had come up through the ranks and as I had read a lot of history books, I was always inspired by their stories. And I wanted to turn around and basically produce my own version so that people following behind me in my footsteps could learn from my experience. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I think for me the word would be liberating. And the reason why is that you spend months agonizing over the placement of every word in the book. You're pulling all your notes and your resources together, and you want to make sure that the text is as pristine and as as hard-hitting as you can make it. But it's not really until you read it out loud that you get a sense for the words coming alive. You're hearing them for the first time yourself. And I find it to be pretty liberating and, quite frankly, exciting. So as I was going through the book, I rapidly realized I'd made a terrible mistake by referencing so many foreign leaders with sometimes difficult-to-pronounce names. And so we spent some extra time pulling the resources to get as close as I possibly could with their names. But it was certainly a fun enterprise. As I've watched the news play out, even since I've written the book, I think I'm most excited to be able to fill in the gaps of Secretary Mattis's service. He himself recently published his own book, Call Sign Chaos, on September 3rd, 2019. It was about his leadership experiences all before he served as Secretary of Defense, and that left a lot of the readers and a lot of the pundits around Washington, D.C. and New York City wondering what had happened during his tenure. There's a lot of rumors and innuendo and some reporting, but people would really like to understand what was his relationship with Trump really like. And so I'm very excited for readers to have the opportunity and listeners to have the opportunity to engage with that experience, what it was like to serve inside the Trump administration alongside Secretary Mattis. So if I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would certainly cast Bradley Cooper in the role. I think he'd do a fantastic job. It was actually a fairly lengthy one, but I'll never forget listening to the book The Rape of Nanking, primarily because it just really stands out. One, it was a fantastically narrated book, but I would listen to it while running on the treadmill on board an aircraft carrier in the middle of the South China Sea. So it just seemed very fitting to be able to have that experience of listening to a book that was so incredibly topical to the place we were operating. I think for me, my favorite place to listen is really one of two locations. I can really get into a groove on the treadmill if I'm listening to an audiobook while running. And then the other place is simply in the car. I find that I have a tendency to take long drives as I'm going to or from a different work location. And so there's just a lot of enjoyment with putting on an audiobook and being able to listen uninterrupted for 30 minutes or even an hour. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.
For more behind the mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com/nextlisten.